0: our ministers in training and then he became one of our pits the prophets That's, in training uh-huh. yeah. he really brought a dimension to Eagle's Nest he launched out from us and what I like is his one of the favorite stories he's told us is that I took him to lunch the night he was having one of his mm-hmm. first services and I said you know what I just believe you're gonna have people getting gold teeth yep. in the service tonight you're gonna to see that their fillings will be filled with gold teeth yes and uh, I don't even know if I believed it but I <laughs> gave him that word yes and didn't you say there was almost like 12 people or
1: yeah one 12? lady had 13 fillings one lady You yep. you
0: should probably start off by telling them okay. that story tonight because mm-hmm. one lady even got 13 fillings mm-hmm. and It was just one of those miraculous things when you have Stephen speak to you he talks so matter-of-factly about miracles that they just happen all the time around him and he also knows that a lot of angelic activity is happening and so we talked a lot about that on the internet interview and I believe that tonight he's going to build your faith and you're going to realize there's a world out here that silently is moving around you causing all of god's blessings to fall on your life and to bring your relatives to salvation and i believe that that's why god brought you here tonight anyway he's from charlotte north carolina where he has his own tv studio and he's going back to fix it Uh, even after he's done with this meeting he's going to be doing most of the decorating and making the studio very glamorous. He has just come from Sid Roth. He's been on Sid Roth many times and offered many of his books. And uh, he's an international minister that travels around the world. Uh, He's an author of six books. He also is a television minister. Not only a television minister, but he has a television like a pastorate. He has people that look to him as a pastor on television. So wouldn't that be great on Sunday mornings? to find yourself getting the message of the Lord and uh, having somebody that preaches to you on television. So maybe he can tell us a little more about that. He takes tours to Israel, and he's a great prophetic teacher and gives words to you that really change your life. I think this man has to be heard. Let's give a warm welcome (laughs) to Apostle Prophet, Eden Brooks. I love the story about the gold teeth. About what? About what? the gold teeth. Okay. Oh, thank you, Apostle. Maybe they've got 13. I oh, think. wow. Unbelievable. <laughs> when, when she went into the uh, the restroom
1: at the church, in the restroom you heard a scream. Because she had just opened her mouth up in front of the mirror, and there were gold crosses all in the she had, she had a mouthful of cavities. I'll say it like this: she had a mouthful of rot. And you know, really, what actually happened is that night God saved her thousands and thousands of dollars of dental work. Hallelujah! <laughs> How'd you like God to just, uh, just do something so you can just skip the doctor, skip all the all the pain, all the recovery, and all that stuff? And you know, there was a there was a, an evangelist there that night also in that meeting, and he had never had dental work done on I, I, I'm not, you know outside of like having your teeth cleaned but he had gold fillings put in his teeth also that night. All the fillings were done in the shape of a cross. We had gold, uh, uh, white gold, yellow gold, and even what looked to be platinum fillings take place that night. Well, I don't know exactly what God's going to do tonight, but he's gonna fill you with something good. How about that?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Hallelujah. Apostle Gary, it's so nice to be back at the Eagle's Nest. Uh, this is my dear wife, Kelly. And uh tell you what, we are happy, happy about what God is going to do tonight. Uh, if you have your Bibles, just go ahead and kind of park for a moment at Isaiah chapter 11. And we'll start there in a few minutes. I want to let you know there's a product table available after the service. And I, I've said this before, but it's more true than ever that you really need to invest in your spiritual well be. Hallelujah. I know you invest in your body, you go to the gym, maybe you even have an insurance plan, and you, you invest in your mind, You, you uh, maybe some of you went to college, had uh, uh, forms of higher education, but you really need to invest in your spiritual well-being. Praise God. So this, this is what I found. I found it over and over and over again, that if you go into the home of a normal person who's operating on a normal-type income, they have a normal job, they have a normal life, If you were to go into their home and say, show me a token of your wealth. I want to see an emblem of your prosperity. This is what most people will do. They'll take you into their house. They'll take you over into the living room. And they'll say, behold, the 70-inch 4K high-definition television. That's the way most people think. That's the way most people think. I need to let you know, though, rich people, they don't think like that. I was in a home just recently, oh I don't know, the home was probably worth at least 20 million dollars. A man, a multi-millionaire, many times over. And he wanted to show me his representation of wealth in his home. All the way to showing me his representation of, to him, what real wealth is. All the way to taking a look at it, we walked past the million dollar oil painting. That's, that, that's not his representation of wealth, by the way. We walked past the television. He's got television all over the place. We walked past all of that, and he took me to his representation of wealth. This is the way wealthy people think. He took me to his personal library. Hmm. Stephen, see those books? Those books changed my life. Those books made me wealthy. Praise God. If you want to come into the glory, you need to educate yourself. Can you say Yes. That's why it's in there's a product table so that you can get rich in God. Hallelujah. So that you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Oh, look at this one. Here's a CD called Divine Visitations. Look, look for one hour, you can listen to this and gain what took me ten years to learn. Who'd like to have a divine visitation? Receive by faith. Hallelujah. See, it just fell right at your feet, like a gift from heaven. Here's somebody getting out of the wheelchair. It's called Faith That Produces Victory. I was in a meeting one night in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and when I got to the church, a tornado showed up. All the sirens were going off in the area, and the tornado, the National Weather Service confirmed this. The tornado was going literally around the church building. You could hear it. It sounded like five locomotives pulling a mile-long train were going around the church building like 100 miles an hour and there were people from other states that had come into the meeting and there were there were some, particularly some pastors from new jersey their eyes were this big they were absolutely terrified but the pastor went up there that night he said in the name of jesus i find this thing i mean he was a real word of faith man and he took authority but the tornado didn't leave but it kept going around i mean it was vibrating the whole church and it was a terrifying sound so it didn't leave so i just went up and preached I just went up and preached the whole time that tornado was, was going on and you know, I talked to that pastor later, like a couple of years later, I said, I'll tell you what, that was a powerful meeting. I said, you went up there in the authority of Christ and you took, some, you took authority over that tornado and you know, that thing couldn't hurt us. He said, I did. I said, yes. Don't you remember that? He said, no. I mean, you get over in the glory. Sometimes God has to get all the because We don't even know what we're doing, right? I said, oh, but you went up there like a king and took charge. It was awesome. It was glorious. He said, are you sure? I said, I watched you with my own eyes do it. He said, that's strange. He said, all Aubrey really remember is that you went up and you preached in the midst of a tornado. And then when you were done, people jumped up out of wheelchairs. I said, they did? <laughs> he said yes he said yeah, I Do not remember that I said I no not remember that at all he said as soon as you finished he said amen people got up out of wheelchairs and walked out of them this is called faith that produces victory who'd like to walk into something new walk out of something old and walk into something new yeah. praise God all you have to do is use your faith yeah. all things are possible to dim that believe uh, this was called the slipstream of heaven I live right uh, above Charlotte in a town called Mooresville It's where a lot of the NASCAR teams have their headquarters, a lot of fast drivers, a lot of fast cars. I I know in Southern California you see some horsepower on your streets. Come to where I live, you'll see 2,000 horsepower go by your house, praise God. Cars go by the house that shake, that shake houses literally because it's... Uh, there's a mentality there that uh, you're not really a man unless you have at least 600 horsepower. <laughs> I don't really subscribe to that mentality, but for some guys you can't even talk to them unless you can talk their lingo of horsepower. But they know that in NASCAR you can draft behind the leader. You get behind that car, he'll push all the air out of the way, and you can get behind him. Not only does it make it easier, it actually creates a vacuum that will suck you along. And the same thing happens in the spirit realm, and it's called the slipstream of heaven. Who'd like to get into it? It pulled along into the glory realm. Can't you say yes tonight? I really believe y'all are in the right place at the right time. Ooh, this one's always fun. This one's called Mantles from Heaven, and I prayed for two years to get a mantle, and after two years, God gave it to me. And I'm not not saying you're gonna have to wait for two years, but I'm saying what I have found out on teaching on this subject now for over 12 years then it can be shocking how easy you can get one. You really need to be very, very careful about what you've asked God for concerning a mantle of anointing from heaven because it's very likely you're going to get it. Who would like tonight to receive a new mantle? Praise God, hallelujah. Mantles from heaven for you, glory to God. And there's many other products, there's books back there. My wife just informed me that most of the books I think have already been purchased but You know, it's all available on the ministry website. There's a book on the table back there called, Fasting and Prayer. I was talking to Sid Roth one time. I said, Sid, I should have have changed the title. If I would have just tweaked the title, I probably could have sold over a million copies. Instead of Fasting and Prayer, if I had called it Feasting and Playing, it would have been a bestseller in the church. But nevertheless, it has still impacted the lives of many people. And if you get that book, teach you how to get over into the glory realm a lot easier and god will help fast track you into a dimension of miracles where you can grab hold of things that normally you would struggle to grab hold of it comes easy can you say yes? yes i wrote a book on angels called working with angels it's back on the table you want to get the angels involved in your life read the book it'll bless you it will really really bless you I wrote a book on mantles called standing on the shoulders of giants that way you can step to higher levels off the platform that has already been established, God wants to do some great things in your life. Amen. Hallelujah, Amen. Father. We thank you for this evening as we go into your word. We pray that your word would come alive. Oh, God, tonight is a night of impartation.
0: Yes, Lord, you have told me that tonight is a night
1: you're going to release gifts, it is a night of impartation for those that are here, for those that are watching online. So, Father, we thank you that you're going to pour out. Because your people have come with a heart to receive, and we praise you for it now, in the name of Jesus, shout it amen. amen. Now, I want you to tell the person on the left tonight, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. Right. Now, the person on the right, the person on the right, tell them tonight, you're going to receive an impartation from the Lord. You're going to receive an impartation from the tonight. Lord. I want you to just tell them again. Tell them, aren't you glad you're here tonight? Aren't you glad you're here tonight? Yes. Woo! woo glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now, tonight is a night of impartation. Take your Bibles. Meet me again in Isaiah chapter 11. We can go to verse 1. Now, Isaiah 11 verse 1. There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. Is that what the Bible says? Well, the Bible said it didn't look like it was going to happen but it still did David the son of Jesse uh, you know had this amazing kingdom David a man after God's own heart then David's son Solomon brought the kingdom of Israel to what theologians call the golden era of Israel and so everything was growing really really good but after Solomon's death as we know the kingdom of Israel split into two kingdoms basically a northern kingdom ten tribes Southern kingdom, two tribes. And it began to go downhill from there. Eventually, the northern kingdom, much of them were hauled off into Assyrian captivity. Much of the southern kingdom later hauled off into Babylonian captivity. And the kingly lineage began to get smaller and smaller and smaller and became to a point where it really looked like nothing but a stump cut off. Only thing left just maybe a little bitty root in the ground. But see, here's the thing. When the Lord Jesus was born, the Lord Jesus coming down that kingly David lineage, having a natural father, although the seed came from the heavenly father that gave pregnancy to Mary. But nevertheless, God honored the, the Father Joseph's lineage, and David came down, that lineage down, all down through Joseph. But it looked like when Joseph was giving, uh, not giving birth, but his wife giving birth to Jesus, that this great kingly lineage had been reduced to nothing. I mean, who's Joseph? Nothing compared to David or Solomon. But yet, out of that little stump, it's going to shoot off this branch that's going to come up, and a king is going to rule and reign, and that was the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, look what happened to Jesus, because it talks about the Spirit of God upon him. Verse 2. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. That would be Jesus. Now, in Revelation chapter 4, verse 5, you have reference to the seven spirits of God. How many of you know that there's just one Holy Spirit? But there are seven manifestations of the Spirit, and all seven manifestations of the Holy Spirit were resting on the Lord Jesus while he had his earthly ministry. Here they are. Here's the first one. The Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding, that's number two and three. The spirit of counsel and might, that's four and five. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord would be six and seven. There are the seven spirits of the Lord resting upon the Lord Jesus. How would you like them to rest on you? Yeah. Woo! Wisdom and understanding. Wow, all of these wonderful manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Now, look at verse 3. His delight is in the fear of the Lord. Ooh, I like that too. That is the King James Version uh, that we're looking at uh, up on the big screen. And it says that uh, he shall be made of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. Okay, so how do we go from quick understanding in the fear of the Lord to his delight is in the the fear of the Lord. You might be shocked to know what that word means in the Hebrew that says quick understanding or delight. Do you know what it actually means? It means to smell a fragrance and breathe it in through your nose. Mm. You probably had no idea that's what that meant. Quick understanding literally means to smell a fragrance and breathe it in through your nose, that is the Hebrew word. To delight, to delight is to pick up this supernatural fragrance. Hmm. So, you can actually translate this verse three, something along the line of this. Let me paraphrase it for you. Verse three, his delight, his quick understanding comes through what he smells through his nose and it gives him sharp discernment and fast understanding in the fear of the Lord. Did you catch that? I got one amen way back there in the corner somewhere. <laughs> okay, let me go further, I'll explain it to you. Look at the rest of that verse. It says, he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes, nor decide by the hearing of his ears. Is that what the B-I-B-L-E says? Yep. Wow. Wow. He judges accurately even by what he's able to smell. Now, let me explain it like this. You are more reliant upon your smell than even you are upon your own sight and your own hearing. You may not know that, but scientists have proven that it's true. You are led in a tremendous degree by what you smell. Stop and think about it like this. If you go to the grocery store and you want to buy seafood or you want to buy fish or you want to buy oysters of course, a little potion. You want to buy some fish. What do you judge the freshness of the fish by? Smell. By the way, you hear? No. Well, let me lean my ear over to this fish and let me see if that salmon is saying anything. <laughs> yeah, right. no I, I'm not. I, I'm not getting anything by hearing what the fish. Well, let me look at that fish. Because the color can help you out. Is that right? You can look at the fish and maybe, I mean, if it's it's orange, I don't know if I want to eat that. It's supposed to be white. But but, but that can help you a little bit. But what are you mainly going to judge it by? The way you smell. If it smells fishy, it's been sitting there too long. Because when you pull it out of the water, it doesn't even smell like a fish. Can you say yes? yes? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Very, very interesting. Praise God. I walked through the front doors of a supermarket the other day. It was quite surprising because this was a very fancy supermarket. And I walked through the double entrance doors, and the moment I walked in, I smelled stinky fish. And the fish market's way in the back. I can <laughs> smell it all the way up front, 200 feet away. And I said, I know they don't have nothing fresh back there in the back. I'm not buying any fish today. <laughs> and if you disobey this thing right here, don't complain when you get food poisoning. Hallelujah. Because this thing will tell you the truth. Praise God. Well, my wife and I, we've been on the road now for about 10 days. And Apostle Gary put us up in the wonderful hotel. And while staying at the hotel, there's a microwave, there's a refrigerator. So some days back, we went and bought some fresh cream. So that when we wake up in the morning, you don't have to use the hotel cream. You know, the little bitty... Cream that's been sitting there for three months—it's still good, but it just tastes processed. You know what I'm talking about? So my wife went and got some cream, and you know, about maybe 12 ounces. We put it in the fridge, but you know, we've been using that cream now for days and days and days. And uh, Kelly held that cream up to me just the other day. She said, "Stephen, do you think it's still fresh?" How did I judge? Well, let me put my ear up to that box of cream. It doesn't say anything. No, no, I, no, 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 no. Cream's not talking. Now, some cream might talk, but that cream didn't talk to me. I looked down inside of it. It looks normal. It's like, Brother Michael, how are you doing? doing great, Praise the Lord. God's raised you back up and healed your body, Amen. hasn't he? Hallelujah. Be all the glory of Jesus. Amen. Well, the cream kind of looked okay, but I I couldn't quite tell by that. I don't want to drink it down unless I know. How, how did I finally decide? Is it good or bad? I stuck my nose to it. I said, Kelly. It's time to let it go. Praise the <laughs> Lord. <him>. Praise the <laughs> Lord. So she went out and got me some fresh cream. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. You may not know this, but the Lord Jesus Christ, your Bible tells you right there in Isaiah chapter 11, verse 3, that he had quick understanding through what he could smell coming into his nose. Take your time and look it up in the Hebrew later if you like. Look it up in the Strong's Concordance. Look it up. Uh, you'll, you'll see it. It means to breathe in through the nose. Woo! Mm, 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 mm. oh, glory to God. <laughs> Say to the neighbor next to you, you're gonna get an impartation tonight. you to
0: impartation
1: tonight. Turn around and tell the person on the on the other side, your nose will know tonight. Your nose will know oh, oh, tonight. tonight. Mm. <laughs> glory. Mm. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Did you know that the Catholic Church, can I take you behind the closed doors of clergy and give you a little insight into high ecclesiastical decisions can sometimes be made? You may may not know this, but the Catholic Church, when they are deciding church doctrine, and their best theologians, who are experts in Hebrew and Greek, their best theologians, their cardinals, their archbishops, When they gather together and they still have a disagreement on doctrine. But the Pope says, we've got to get this ironed out because we have to have foundational beliefs. Did you know that they'll come together, they'll pray and fast, and they'll trust the Lord to help them to decide doctrine through fragrance? Did you know that that false teaching stinks? Mm -hmm. Did you know that if the Holy Spirit could take you in the spirit realm for five seconds, Mm -hmm. you could know what a lie is and you could know what truth is. Mm -hmm. Because you can't hide in the spirit realm. Mm -hmm. Error has a stench to it. Mm -hmm. False teaching has a wrong spell. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I'm not saying I agree with all the doctrines of the Catholic Church. But for the most part, they get most of it right. For the most part, evangelicals get the core part right. You want to have the foundation solid. On other things, we'll all work it out, usually when we get to heaven. But we must come into the unity of the faith. Not into the unity of perfect doctrine, because there are so many different viewpoints. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm all for good doctrine, but we can all still agree on foundational issues. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. It's interesting. False teaching is always always originated in pride. The pride of man! It has a bad smell. And if you get over in the Spirit, remember the Holy Spirit will begin to reveal that to you. Because truth has an amazing fragrance. Pastor Stephen, why does truth have a fragrance? Because truth is more than just knowledge that's correct truth is actually a person and that person is Jesus is that John 14 6 Jesus said I am the way the truth and the life and no man comes to the Father except through me well I don't agree with that well then you're wrong (laughs) you know what makes a preacher confident is when you're right Woo! knowing the truth now you want to present the truth in love right just knowing that you're right oh my goodness it'll do something to you Woo! hallelujah pastor Stephen. i'll tell you right now that the earth is flat brother you can try to believe that but that's not true it's round it's round Mm, hallelujah all the truth is sweet Mm, 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 mm. and you can smell it hallelujah you can smell it now the lord's going to lead you into all truth he'd like to give you some help He'd like to give you some guidance. In life, you'll have many choices, many many paths to take. You'll have forks in the road. Lord, do I go up this aisle? Lord, do I go up this aisle on the way out? Mm-hmm. Some of that you can decide on your own. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Some things you don't need supernatural guidance. Lord, should I choose the Pepsi? Or the coke here at the machine. The Lord says, just get whatever you want. Lord, Lord, shall I eat the green beans first or the mashed potatoes? Oh, just eat whatever you want. But when you need help and it pertains to your destiny, it pertains to your calling, and you can't afford to make a mistake, God would like to give you a little help. He'll lead you through the inward witness, he'll lead you through inward guidance, and he'll give some wind behind yourselves. And he'll help you many times with supernatural fragrance. And when that fragrance comes, it'll make you a quick understanding. So the same Holy Spirit that came on Jesus can also rest on you to walk in the same grace. How about that? Seven spirits of God resting on Jesus, they potentially can rest in you as well upon your life, giving you supernatural guidance and clarity in your decision making. The older and the more mature you get, You have to be more and more careful about making the right decisions. Because if you make the wrong one and you're well into life, you might not have the strength to rebound. You might not have the time to rebound. It's time to start making right choices. One after another. Can you say yes? Yes. God's going to help you do it. Praise God. The Bible, the instruction manual of life. Sometimes people say, You know, it's not really a book of do's and don'ts. Yes, it is. If you do this, you live. And if you don't do it, you'll have sorrow and unnecessary misery and trouble in your life. So God wants to lead you into the right path. Hallelujah. God wants to level the mountains. God wants to raise the valleys. God wants to make the crooked path straight so you can run with the Lord. Hallelujah. And reach the fullest of what God has called you to do. Can you say yes? something's happening right now. The glory is beginning to come into the meeting. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, open up the glory realm tonight. Hallelujah. And touch your people and bear witness to your people of your truth. For your word is truth. Oh God, we thank you for your glory. We thank you for your glory. Can you say yes tonight, church? Yes. Take your Holy Bibles, turn to Psalm 45. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Mm. Amen. Well, Pastor Stephen, if Jesus is the truth, the truth smells good, what does Jesus smell like? Mm. Would you like to know what he smells like?
0: Yes.
1: It tells you. Yes.
0: We are going to Psalm
1: 45. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Notice that poverty doesn't smell good. <laughs> Amen. Pastor Stephen, it's holy to be poor. We're going to stick your head in a trash can and see how holy that is. <laughs> Hold live in a cardboard box. <laughs> the wheel box will know where take a shower. And then just feel, just see how holy you feel. Mm-hmm. Usually people that do it actually feel dirty. No, my friends, don't believe the lies of the devil. Hallelujah god wants you to be blessed can you say amen for a hot shout? Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice place to go home and lay your head down tonight mm-hmm. psalm 45 verse 6 your throne O god is forever and ever scepter of righteousness is the scepter of your kingdom you love righteousness and hate wickedness therefore god your god has anointed you with the oil of gladness some of you bless your heart you got the wrong anointing you got the oil of sadness <laughs> it's coming off tonight.
0: Amen. Amen. I've
1: got a few ideas. i maybe got 10. I the rest of you, God's still touch you.
0: <laughs>
1: Amen. Ooh. Ooh. He who was anointed with the oil of gladness. You're going to be touched with the oil of heaven tonight. Amen. Pastor Stephen. I'm going back in your back. God can't touch me. Just watch and see what God does. God knows right where you're at. He knows how to get you. Praise God. Mm-hmm. I was sitting in Jerusalem, Israel, in an international conference, sitting on the front row. I was one of the speakers, but I had already finished my speaking session. And so I'm done. And there's one speaker left, and he's preaching. When he's done, the whole conference is over. But he was preaching. He was in that anointing, and he was just, he was just pushing it, pushing it in the spirit realm. And he finished his preaching, and then he said, I want to minister to the people. And then the people begin to line up by the hundreds and uh, one of the ushers made a mistake and grabbed the speakers, me and a couple of other speakers and pulled us up into the line. Normally we as speakers wouldn't jump in the line because we want to see the people get blessed. You know, we're, we're kind of around this all the time. We want people to get blessed, but he made a mistake and he pulled us right up in the front line and the prophet is coming down the line praying over people. This prophet. Moving in the spirit, he's coming down the line, praying over people. But you know, something had happened to me just a few minutes earlier while I was sitting in that in that service. Uh, I was sitting on the front, and my head began to tingle all over my head. I need to help some of you. Somebody's going to be touched tonight by the power of God. My head began to tingle all over, and oil began to run down my head. Oil began to run down my face. Oil began to run down the back of my head, and I kind of gently elbowed my wife. And I said, "Kelly, I said somebody's pouring oil all over my head." And you know, I'm sitting on the front. I'm kind of trying to turn around, make sure nobody in that second row is playing games with me. But you know, it's it's not nothing's there's nobody doing anything to me. But it just kept pouring, kept kept pouring, and it poured for about 45 minutes. And I uh, there was an apostle, a great man of God, sitting next to me, and I gently elbowed him. I said. I said, man of oh God, I said, I don't know what's going on in this meeting, but somebody's standing behind me pouring oil all over my head. He goes, he goes, brother, tell me about it. He said, this is a very unusual service. He said, I just looked over my shoulder, and when I looked over my shoulder, I saw wings pop out of my back. I'm telling you, some of you had no idea what's about to happen to you tonight. He said, I looked over my shoulder, I saw wings pop out of my back. Now, he saw that in a vision, and he said, when they popped out, I shot straight up. In the spirit, I was taken out of my body. God took me up into the second heaven, and he he flew me to to a black palace several miles up in the air. And it was a black palace of Ashtaroth. And he showed me how to strategize against the devil's plans to bombard people and get them tied up in the slavery of lust. Mm -hmm. And he said, I just got back from that trip. He said, I just got back in the spirit from him sitting right next to me. But he had just taken a trip. Some of you are going to go on a trip tonight. Amen. Okay. And so now we're pulling up on the front line. And the prophet of God's coming down the line. I love the Indian prophets. They know how to push it in prayer and fasting. I'm not talking about hurting your body, damaging your body. But you go into meetings with men like that. They know we have to get into the glory. We have to get into the glory. That's where the good. Uh, that's where the good stuff is at. The results are at. That's where the life-changing impact is made. Can you say yes? yes. He comes down the line praying for people. He got. He got to my friend, that that apostle of God. He got to him, and he, this is what he said. He said, "The Lord shows me that in this meeting, while you've been in this meeting, God has given you wings. He has given you wings that you might ascend up into the heavenly realm, see the plans of the enemy." Pray against it and stop it in Jesus' name. He's right on track with me. He's right on track. They got to be next. He said the entire time you have been sitting in this meeting, the prophet Elijah has come into the meeting. He has been standing behind you pouring oil on your head throughout the entire service. I'm telling you, there's, this is your night of impartation. The Lord told me that tonight is a night of impartation. The prophet of God told me later that the reason for that anointing there in Jerusalem was for the anointing to operate in the working of miracles. Hallelujah. And I've been flowing in that grace by the goodness of God since then. Can you say praise the Lord? Praise praise Lord. Please tell the person next to you, something is going to touch you tonight from heaven. Something is going to touch you tonight from heaven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Praise Jesus. Oh, Lord, we praise you. So there's an anointing. The oil of gladness. Verse 8. All your garments are scented with myrrh, aloes, and cassia. Wow. This is referring to the Lord Jesus. All of the garments are scented. Are scented. Let me see if I can see it on the large screen. Praise the Lord. Now, all your garments, to smell of good, are scented. It's not actually in the italics, and that's showing it accurately. The reason it just says all of your garments, literally in the Hebrew, it says all of your garments are myrrh, aloes, and cassia. In the Hebrew, the fragrance is so strong, the fragrance is actually the garment he's wearing.
0: Mm.
1: He's not just scented with these smells. These smells are like a cloth or garment that he's actually wearing. Now, what is he wearing? What, what is he scented with? The fragrance, we have myrrh, aloes, and cassia. Ooh, I love it. Myrrh prophetically represents cleansing and pure worship. Aloe represents healing and comfort. And cassia, which is similar to a uh, cinnamon-type fragrance, represents purity and the holiness of God. Mm. Hallelujah. Jesus smells good. Mm-hmm. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah.
0: Glory.
1: Woo! Jesus smells good. Mm-hmm. Amen. Did you know that the French emperor, army general Napoleon, every day wore one gallon of perfume? <laughs> one gallon, <A> gallon. Wow. <laughs> of perfume. Woo! Hallelujah. The French know how
0: to
1: put it on thin. <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows how to put it on like Jesus. Amen. The fragrances of the Lord are being released into this meeting now. Amen. So, Father, we thank you that these fragrances represent Christ and his many beautiful attributes. Fragrance has meaning. Anytime you're picking up the fragrance of the Lord you're beginning to smell the fragrance of the Lord You have to ask yourself. Why am I smelling this specific fragrance? It's very very interesting. There is prophetic meaning behind the various fragrances praise God I went into a meeting two years ago in New York and Just going into the meeting the smell of barbecue was almost overwhelming. I was I was about ready to tell the pastor, you're gonna have to tell your church members, just stop the barbecue, please. Nobody's gonna be able to focus during the teaching because you guys are cooking all this barbecue. But there's nobody cooking anything. Where is this phenomenal fragrance coming from of barbecue beef? And so you have to understand when you smell something, what is God trying to say to that? When you smell the cooking of the meat that is the rainbow word that is the strong living word that is about to come to you look jesus is not only prophetic he is the prophet that we follow and if you want to follow him you need to learn his prophetic language and you're going to pick up a lot through this right here are you ready yes. Woo! you're going to be smelling good tonight <laughs> hallelujah Amen so many different things so many different things when you smell frankincense it's more than you i'm talking about supernaturally smelling it when you smell frankincense it's more than just like oh that was cool i smelled frankincense no what is the lord trying to tell you through that if you ever smell frankincense you are actually standing in a heavenly portal And God's trying to get something across to you that you are about to receive God's best or he is going to reveal his right choice to you or you're even in that portal and you have made the right choice. You know the first time I actually smelled frankincense it just exploded over me was the time. That Kelly and I had just got engaged. We held hands together. And a prophet of God stood before us. And said this engagement is blessed of God. You two have both made the right choice. And frankincense just whoop, came down all over us. If you smell frankincense. You are in the midst of making the right choice. Please understand that when I say the right choice. That means you got God's best. It was actually his choice. So many people, they want to make the pick. They want to make the choice. If you back off and let God choose, you'll always get his best. Can you say yes? yes. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You don't have to turn there, but in Exodus chapter 30, it talks about all the ingredients of the holy incense, and it talks about all of the ingredients of the anointing yes. oil. The holy incense was also very special. Incense, and I'm beginning to smell it now, is something that was burned by the high priest in the holy place. One time my wife and I were ministering in what is ranked as the cleanest city in the world, which is Calgary, Alberta, Canada. <coughs> it's very, very clean. Don't see trash anywhere. And we were ministering there. And the, the smell, the supernatural smell of burning incense began to fill the whole assembly. Glory. And God's opening up your spiritual senses right now, the smell. Hallelujah. Well, it got stronger and stronger, and the keyboard player was trying to play the keyboard, but what happened, the incense got so strong, the supernatural smell, that suddenly his entire keyboard got covered. With ashes from the holy place, covered with ash, burnt ashes from all the incense. See, incense has to be burned.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Woo! All the worship in that meeting, all the praise going up to the Lord. There was so much incense going up, and just we were burning all that incense, and phoom, It just appeared over the worship people over that entire keyboard. He totally fell out. He fell completely backwards off the off the chair he was sitting on. He couldn't play anymore. Glory to God, glory to God. Some of you are gonna find yourself tonight transported into the holy place, into the most holy place of God. You're gonna receive revelation and insight that you need for the next chapter of your life. The moment I go back home tomorrow, the moment I get on the plane, I'm already starting my seventh book. I got a download while I was here. My wife said, Stephen, it's time to write your next book. I said, you know, I tried to start, I thought I had it. And I, I just couldn't get going with this one subject matter, but then I hit it. I I, I got it. I saw I can write the whole book now. Amen. I've already written out I've already wrote out almost every single chapter already. Woo! You're gonna get a download tonight. Something's coming to you tonight. The next chapter of your life is opening up tonight. Yeah. Can you say yes? Yeah.
0: Yes. Hallelujah. Yes.
1: Alleluia. The entrance of thy word brings light. Yes, light is breaking forth. What is light? Revelation, knowledge, and understanding. Mm. That's why you need to incorporate fasting into your life. Isaiah 58, the classic chapter on fasting. Then shall your light break forth as the noonday when you fast and seek after God. What is this light breaking forth? Revelation, knowledge, understanding of what God's will and plan for your life is. And you can see it and the darkness dissipates you can walk right into what God has for you mmm yes Lord yes Lord praise the Lord oh the Lord smells so good Mm -hmm. he's described in the Bible as the lily of the valley sometimes he can smell like beautiful lilies he's also described as the rose of Sharon that is the only rose in the world that has no thorns Mm -hmm. and some of you do grab these things of life with these thorns and you've been pricked and you've been hurt. But if you just come over here and embrace the Lord, he'll never do you wrong. Mm. He'll never let you down.
0: That's right.
1: He'll be a friend that sticks closer than the brother. Mm-hmm. But you need to lean into the Lord. Many of you tonight are going to begin to smell. Some of you already are. You're going to begin to smell perfume and flowers. Mm-hmm. Invitation into intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pastor Stephen, I already know the Lord. He wants you to know him more. More. Say, yes, Lord. Lord. The glory is coming in. Hallelujah. God, we give you praise. God, we give you praise. (coughs) Hallelujah. Yes, Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
1: When you study church history, you see great men and women of God. Oh, hallelujah. I'm just getting I'm getting frankincense right now. Mm. There's a portal that's opening up. It's gonna stretch out. It's gonna stretch out. You're gonna get into the portal of God's glory, shaft of light coming over you. Hallelujah. When you study church history, you study the great men and women of God that had lives yielded to the Lord. Many times we look at them as great saints. You see amazing similarities about their life. If you look in evangelical circles, you see it. If you look in other streams of Christianity, you see it, you see it in the Catholic Church. I love the great man of God known as Padre Pio from Italy. If you've ever heard of him, raise your hand. If you haven't heard of him, that's almost like saying you haven't heard of Billy Graham. Hallelujah. When Padre Pio died, there were a million people at his funeral. He had a tremendous walk with the Lord, and the fragrance of violence
0: mm-hmm.
1: was always on him. Many of the great saints walked in a fragrance that God would give to them. There was a great woman of God here. They called her Saint Rose. Mm-hmm. Guess what fragrance came from her? Rose, hallelujah! There was another great woman. I've got the fragrance of oranges. Were so strong that whenever the other nuns in the monastery wanted to find her, and it was a large, a large convent, whenever they wanted to find her, they would just follow the fragrance, mm. and they would lead them right to where she was at, right where she was praying at. Ooh, hallelujah! I'm telling you, your nose knows. Tonight, God's going to take you over into the glory room. Are you about ready to go? It's already starting to open up hallelujah. When this is happening, technically, from a New Testament perspective, what is actually going on? I want you to understand what's going on so you can lean into it and embrace it. Can you say yes? yes. yes. Take your Bibles very quickly. Turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. You're about to receive, and I say this with all humility, you're about to receive tonight a lifelong gift. And this can stay with you for the rest of your life as you walk with the lord praise the lord can you say yes yes, yes. I, i'm sure you're probably very curious about what it is and i want to talk about it i very quickly want to talk about it
0: Ooh,
1: i gotta go quick 10 minutes we can do it Ooh, hallelujah See, all this the afternoon and all tonight, the enemy has tried to make the service as flat as a pancake. Do
0: mm-hmm. you know why?
1: Do you know why? Do you notice know, tonight is your night to receive an impartation? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just thought I'd walk in the night. I thought there'd be fireworks going off. I thought I thought I'd have angels ticking in my ears with feathers. I just thought I'd get covered with the glory. My friends, you must press in. The enemy has tried to rob and steal, but he can't do it. It's already broken. I know it is. God's already told me it's right. You going to get impartation. Hallelujah.
0: Wow. I don't feel
1: nothing. We don't go by feelings. We go by faith. Yes. Hallelujah. And I, I have heard the voice of the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. People have said to me, how in the world have you been able to travel all over the world? Take you, your wife and your daughter and go business class all over the world. I'll tell you exactly how I did it. God told me I could. Did you catch that? Mm -hmm. If he ever tells you you can do something, if he says walk on the water, you can do it. If he doesn't say it, by the way, it won't work. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But if he ever tells you something, it will support you. Mm -hmm. Mm. Glory to God. He told me tonight is your night of impartation. Hallelujah. And I believe there's going to be a new anointing come upon you tonight. Praise God. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. The one thing that the Holy Spirit trying to get over to Apostle Paul to tell the church, the one thing that the Holy Spirit doesn't want the church to be ignorant about is the one thing that sometimes the church is totally clueless about. Mm-hmm. Spiritual gifts. Uh-huh. spiritual gifts spiritual uh-huh. gifts and so many people that they love the Lord they're, go- they're on their way to heaven but when it comes to the moving of the spirit mm. they they, don't, they just don't they don't know and if you don't know it makes it difficult to embrace mm. what you don't know your faith will not work beyond the knowledge of that working faith does that make sense yes. so let me explain to you very quickly what is going to be taking place as the spirit of God begins to move over you tonight uh, let's go down to verse 7 but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. Who likes to profit? Raise your hand. Hallelujah. If your hands are up, I'll pray for you after the service of mine. Praise God. But this is the manifestation of the Spirit for your well-being, for your benefit. This is for you what's going to take place tonight. Now, I love good teaching. I love good preaching. By the way, Apostle Gary excels in both of those. Can you say yes? Amen. And as much, even as we as ministers, like good preaching and love good teaching, wouldn't it get a little bit dull if there were still no manifestation of the Spirit? Mm -hmm. We need both. Are you ready for that tonight? I believe God wants to manifest His Spirit tonight among you. Hallelujah. And so, let us go down to verse 10. It talks about the gift of the working of miracles. The gift of prophecy, and then it mentions the gift of discerning of spirits. Please say that. Say, discerning of spirits. of spirits. Okay. The spirits refer to discerning the spirit. Okay. Is this God? Okay. Or is this the devil? Okay. Discerning the spirits, you'll know immediately. Okay. Because the enemy is what? He's a counterfeiter. He's a cheat. He can't even try to put on an appearance as an angel of light. Okay. But deserting the spirits, you can discern. Is this God or is this of the devil? Mm -hmm. But Steve, I don't know. You need to discern the spirits. Praise the Lord. You can discern between evil spirits. You can even discern between angels. You can even discern between the human spirit. When this gift is in manifestation. I used to study the gifts of the spirit. And I would come along and I would look at that word. Deserting of spirits years back, I put my Bible down in, in just frustration. And I said, God, I have no clue in the world what that gift is. I don't even know what it means. Discerning of spirits? What is that? Okay, can I give you Stephen Brooks's definition, biblical definition of discerning of spirits? Yes. It is the ability to see, hear, taste, touch, or smell in the spirit realm. Mm-hmm. You got it? Yes, and it takes place when the holy spirit is moving and you can move over into the zone of the spirits and to begin to smell things in the spirit realm Woo! hallelujah every single one of you is emitting right now a fragrance mm. many times when i get in the spirit i can minister to people very effectively because i can tell the smell i can tell if a person needs deliverance i can tell if a person uh, is uh, I've had people walk before me, uh, particularly missionaries. Missionaries put off the most pure and beautiful fragrance. It's a fragrance of Christ hmm. that's on them. When I get in front of somebody whose life is laid down for the Lord, they're willing to go anywhere, do anything for the Lord. Uh, there is a fragrance that comes off of them. Hallelujah. Glory to God.
0: Amen.
1: God wants you to be able to access this realm. Can you say yes? Yeah. Lord, we praise you tonight. Lord, we give you glory. Yes. Lord, we give you glory tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. The discerning of spirits allows you to smell in the spirit realm. Any time, also, that you have a vision. There's three types of visions: spiritual vision, trance, open vision. I'm covering a lot of territory. Grab the CD or watch the message on the internet later. Anytime that you're having a vision, guess what's operating? Discerning of spirits. The one gift that used to perplex me the most, the one gift that I was absolutely clueless about, the Lord said it will now follow your ministry everywhere you go. Woo! Did you know that you can release what you have? Pastor Stephen. I'm going to come up to you after the service, and I, I would like for you to give me two million dollars. I can't give you what I don't have. <laughs> you may want to go talk to Bill Gates, but he might not want to oblige you. Boy, there's vanilla swirling all around here. Yes, there is. Anybody getting that? Yes. What are you getting Vanilla. No? Vanilla. Vanilla. i vanilla all night. Yes, yeah, swirling all around here. Vanilla. There. Anybody else getting vanilla? It's starting to speed up a little bit here. Yeah, vanilla. What are you getting? Yes, sweet. Well, the vanilla, right? What are you getting? Vanilla. Vanilla. Yeah. How, so you're getting vanilla. You're getting vanilla. W- what does it mean when that's happening? What is God telling you? That's the He's telling you everything that's between right, you and yeah. Him is just right. That's right yeah. He loves you. Everything is just the way it should be. It's vanilla. Peace. It's calm. Wow. It's smooth. Peace. It's warm. Yeah, you and God are all right. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong. You're all right with the Lord. Hey, Woo! See, he's still going. Yeah. Amen. Still going. What's God going to say to you? You're about to find out.
0: Wow.
1: I want you to hold your Bible standing. I do.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Still strong. Yeah. Ooh. Strong right here. It's really strong. Mm-hmm. It's been- mm-hmm. Please look at the person on your left to say tonight is my night. Tonight is my night. Tell the person on the other side say i know you're going to be blessed but tonight is also my God, night <laughs> <life>? <laughs> Thank you,
0: this gift discerning the spirits
1: will allow you to go into the realm of visions pastor stephen how, how have you seen so many angels discerning the spirits you cannot see angels without having a vision I live on a mountain in Moravian Falls. People all over the world knew where Moravian Falls was at. There was one mountain that was just known for angelic visitations. People would drive to the top of the mountain in jeeps and in motorcycles and jump out of their vehicles and say, Where are the angels? <laughs> You're going to see no angel without a vision. It just doesn't work like that. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the gift that carries you into this realm. Are you ready? Yes. If you want it? Please lift your hand. Father, all over this room, your people are hungry for you. Father, I just thank you that when I count to three and say three, this gift will be released into their lives. As an apostle, I will release this as an activation because it's something that I have. And as they walk close with you, this gift will manifest with them and be a blessing to them for the rest of their lives because it comes from you. So, Father, we thank you. Are you ready, church? Say one. Fine. Fine. it helps you close your eyes if you want to keep your eyes open it's fine father we thank you that you're the giver of good and perfect gifts say two, two. two. father we thank you that on the next number that your spirit touch your people Shout three three, three. now receive deserted the spirits now release on the people of god now come down hallelujah father we thank you Spirit of God, I thank you that you're moving mightily on your people. I speak to your nose, open into the glory realm in the name of Jesus. Fire of God touching you now. Hallelujah. I break the power of addictions off the lives that are held in bondage. You go free now, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Bondages are falling off. Addictions are falling right now. Private addictions, pensions are being annihilated by the anointing of God. Now, release. Receive the fire of God. Fire of God coming into your hands. Fire of God coming into your stomach right now. Praise God. A new anointing. A new baptism of fire. Now the fragrances are coming now. Father, we give you glory. Father, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A new consecration. A new sanctification. Hallelujah. Uh, Hallelujah. Many of you right now, the Lord just told me, you're getting your spiritual passport. You're getting your spiritual passport. Matthew, you're getting your spiritual passport. Hallelujah. You're going to run with the Lord to the nations. You'll just not hear about the great works of God. You will be in the meeting, says the Lord. The fire of God following you now. The fire of God following you now. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. A love anointing coming down now. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. I'm seeing it as a big pink heart, a Valentine love anointing coming down now on the people of God. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Now, Father, we thank you. You give witness to your word. This is a living word. Now, Father God, speak to your people through fragrance, through the supernatural expression of Christ revealed through fragrance. We thank you, Father, that the Lord Jesus is the most beautiful one. And we worship him. We worship your son. We give you glory and honor and praise. Some of you are going into the visitations right now. I release. The anointing or visitation. I release the anointing to see you to the glory realm. Close your eyes. Go up now. Just go. Take a little trip with Jesus right now. Right where you're at. Go up. Go up. Look. Look what do you see. Most visions are spiritual visions. They take place with your eyes closed. You see it on the image screen of your mind. Look. The Lord is showing you your future. Glory. The glory of God resting on you. The glory of God resting on you. The glory of God resting on you. Look at the beauty of God on your family and what God's going to do in your family. Look at the beauty of God and what God will do in your business and in your ministry and in your calling. Is it not holy and beautiful? Should you not commit your life to the Lord fully? To serving. I know so many of you are saved, but I'm talking about serving with prayer. Pressing in to a deeper level of intimacy. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Freedom in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Father, we thank you for what you've done. We thank you for what you've done. We thank you. Please say, Lord, we thank you. Amen. Hallelujah. Please have a seat. Hallelujah. Have a seat. Pastor Gary, Pastor Gary, I have three minutes. Thank you. Praise God. Who's picking up supernatural fragrance? Wave your hand. Wave your hand. Yes, my brother. Sweet, right? God bless you, my dear brother. Oh, the callings still there. Oh, God, thank you. I see Australia before. Oh, the callings still there. Hallelujah. The Lord says all your sins are washed away. Don't let your past try to shackle you, hold you down. The Lord says all the giftings in there. I release the fire in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, the callings still there. The anointing the of healing gifts is still there. And I see it all over your shoulders. Go forth. Today begins a new chapter. God bless you, my brother. He and I were roommates over two decades ago in ministry school. Praise God. Hallelujah. Who else are smelling the fragrance of God? Glory. Glory. What are you getting? You're getting sweet. You're getting the, 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 the fragrance of the Lord. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Let visions be yours from heaven. Glory to God. Healing into that body. What happened? What are you getting? Sweet flowers. Yeah, the sweet flowers. The Lord's calling you into intimacy and communion with Him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What are you getting? Flowers. You smell the flowers. See, the Lord's calling you into that place of intimacy and communion. Ooh, ooh. Who else had something from the Lord tonight? Yes? You
0: smell like what? But wood. Wood.
1: Like, the wood is burning. You're supposed to make a sacrifice to the Lord. Let Him speak to you about that. Wow. Mm-hmm. See, it depends what you put on the wood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who else? Still getting, yeah. the, still getting the vanilla? Oh, that's so happy tonight <laughs> with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also still getting. You're spelling the burnt wood. You're supposed to make a sacrifice. Right. My wife told me you've already made one, but 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 the Lord, it's just for me. Something altar. It's good. What are you getting?
0: Burn
1: sugar. Sugar. Brown sugar, yes, but it's like uh, burning, burning, yes. like uh, like like caramelized, uh, like a uh, creme brulee. Mm-hmm. Mm. Lord, make your life so sweet, so sweet. Make up for any losses, and the Lord will do it quickly by His glory. What are you getting? Yes. The sweetness. Oh, it just hit me. Yes, it's all it's all over you. What do you do for a living? Hmm. Lord, I thank you. She's not retired in your army. Yeah. Blessing. Blessing. God has worked for you. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, Lord, thank you. Who else is getting something? Yes. The wood. Ooh. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. What? Your sweetness. Yes.
0: Then my
1: knees. Yes. Ooh. Uh, prayer. Intercession. On your knees all the time. Mm. Praying. Yes.
0: Cinnamon. Cinnamon.
1: Sweet cinnamon. Mmm. Mm. Cleansing. Fire of God. Yes. You're getting the different fragrances. Ooh. Yes. All the way in the back. Are you telling me God's so big he can reach back to the berry? last row? Yes. Lilac. Lilac. Mmm. Mmm. What color is lilac? Purple. What color is your shirt? god says your royalty in his eyes hallelujah one more one more yes apples apples
0: harvest
1: the breath of god touches you apples is the kiss of god the song of solomon receive in the name of jesus god's love he loves you so much he's seen every service you have made in his kingdom And your reward will be great, says the Lord. For you've done triple that what others would do who have the ability to have done so much more. And you've outdone them all, says the Lord. Great will be your reward. Ooh, glory to God. Ooh, the kiss of God. Mm. You pray all the time. On your knees. Yes, on the... Ooh, at the TV station. What are you getting Cookies, stand up. Cookies. What happens when you get a cookie? The Lord's saying, take the blessing. Praise your hands. What do you want God to do? I'd like to go to Africa. Lord, you got your passport? Yeah. Send her in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. Go buy your ticket. Go. Mm-hmm. God will help. Watch. <laughs> if you spend the money, it'll get you replenished. Quick. God told me to buy a ring for my wife. I was, at that point, we have been married 17 years, and I woke up in the morning, God said, bring him the new year. Because it was new years. He said, bring him the new year, and he said, he's prophetic, follow him. I went out and bought my wife, the most beautiful ring, I'll let her pick it out, chocolate diamonds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get the cookie, that's your blessing. Apostle, let me hold your hand. Father, I think, ooh, that fire. Hmm. The man's got fire in his hands. Father, I think he's got fire in his bones, just like the prophet Elisha, the anointing is strong. Oh, I thank you, Father God, it's in his marrow even. So, Father, we thank you for the anointing resting on his life. That the signs and wonders and the miracles go to a new level, that people just be stunned and be speechless by the power of your spirit, that you flow through him. I thank you that now he will begin to speak to national leaders. You now have that grace. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Seal every impartation. Some of you you're still waiting, that's gonna touch you. You're still being touched. He's still touching you. He'll get you. He'll get you before you hit the sack tonight. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Amen. For more information about the ministry of Apostle Stephen Brooks, visit our website at stephenbrooks.org.